Blame it on the goose, got you feeling loose. Blame it on the trunk, got you in the zone. Blame it on the alcohol. Blame it on the alcohol. Some sports, comedy, and lifestyle podcast. It's meant for mature listeners only. Listener discussion is advice. Super Ballers coming at you live from just north of the Chicago Loop. You got New Haven Jeff here in the apartment on lockdown. I'm here with none other than Christina. You might remember her from the Christmas episode. How's it going, Christina? Hello, I'm okay. Good, I'm glad to hear it. Um, long time no see. How have you been? You gotta stay locked in. That's very good advice. We also got... One of my personal favorite guests of the show, of the Super Bowl show, on the line right now. We have Dave calling in from New Haven, Pistol Wave in New Haven. What up, Dave? Yo! Hell yeah! That's my mouth doing the air horn because I don't feel like hooking that up today. Well, you know what? I will hook that up today. Dave, where, where are you at right now? Are you calling from the lockdown as well? Yeah, I've been mostly staying in my apartment. They got me uh, working from home, too. But also fun is since I live in the hood now, just going out to the bodega and seeing all the gangsters standing six feet away from each other, just still talking. <laughs> <laughs> still posted up, still posted up, and just yep. you know they're they're still running that shit just six feet apart from one another. Oh my lord! It's watching drug deals happen because now like. Instead of getting into the car and doing the deal, the dude's literally just throwing that shit at the window and then crumple that bill and being thrown back out of the car. <laughs> <laughs> throw that shit and run. Just gotta throw that shit and run. Everyone's wearing gloves, everyone's wearing masks. This is some crazy shit, man. Like, uh. Dude, I saw Jago today. I saw a dude hitting on this Spanish bitch while wearing his Corona mask. <laughs> <laughs> she's like who said that she's like I'll, I'll i'll suck the dick of whichever guy said that he's like it was me she's like oh i guess no one's mouth is moving so you're shit out of luck carlos for all the listeners for, for all the listeners oh go ahead oh, i was just like dude is he got the gloves on he has the mask on he's like all protected up and he's still hitting on this Spanish bitch he didn't know. <laughs> talking about how he raw dog that shit. I'm just like, bro. That's <laughs> not cute, though. Like, why was the mask if you going to try and be in there raw anyway? Yeah, you that's not cute at all. She's not going to pay attention to you. She don't want no germs. What are you talking about? <laughs> well, maybe she needs a poppy to be quarantined with. Oh, gosh. No, I don't think so. Everyone's quarantine, buddy. Was this in Fairhaven? I need some cross streets. Uh, this was on. This was in Newhallville. This was on oh. uh, Winchester by uh, Bassett. Hell yeah, Winchester by Bassett. Oh man, hold on. Oh man, I should have sound checked my sound effects. I wanted where the hood at to to uh, bust in on that one. Damn it! I suck. My my sound check should have been more thorough. You're not Frank. We want Frank. <laughs> You're not Frank. We want Frank. Yes. Thank you for uh, thank you for bringing that up. Um, Francisco is having some difficulties right now. He will not be on this particular podcast. Um, we had every intention of him to be. He just couldn't make it. We will address that with the listeners later. 
Um, but yeah, I'm pouring one out for Frank. And by pouring one out, I mean pouring beers into my face just over and over again because I can't stop because I keep getting these amazing deals. I don't know if there are deals going on in New Haven, but uh, we got some good ones going on over here. I think I actually I think I actually texted you, Dave, on um, the Tullamore Dew Tullamore deal that we have in Chicago right now. Oh, my God. So, um, on that weekend, there were deals at the bars in New Haven because all the bars were like, oh, shit, we're not going to get parade day kind of people coming through. we got to do everything we can. But now Mayor Elliker has, like, all that shit locked down. Like, you can't have more than 10 people in any establishment. Like, he took it from half capacity even down farther. So now people are just trying to give away products, trying to – make some money for when chickens fully locked down later that's probably what it is because yeah i had that crazy tullamore dew deal tullamore dew for listeners who don't know what it is it's the real irish whiskey i mean jameson's real too but tullamore dew is better and it's usually the same price or more expensive but um last week i got a bottle for uh 17 which is unprecedented because it should be like 30 where dave's at where i'm from pistol wave in new haven but I'm enjoying it. I'm having that. I just picked up a 12er of Leinenheigels, the uh, Leinenhugels. I don't know how to yep. actually say it. Kugels. You know, the Summer Shandy? Got, got uh, yeah. 12 of those motherfuckers for twelve fifty. That was pretty good. So I've been running through England, so. Oh, what's that deal at? Um, 24 for 18. That's sick. That's really good for that area. Yeah. I miss Yingling. They don't have them here. Did you ever have Yingling, Christina? I don't think so. What no. Yingling's like cheap beer, but it's out of Pottsville, PA. Out of Central PA. No. Mm-hmm. It's good. So. Really good for cheap beer. Well, I found a $5 bottle of wine of Sangria that was so good. So that's my deal on cheap liquor, I guess. Yeah, Dave, on- Dave can only handle Sangria. He only drinks Sangria or Mike's Hard Lemonade. <laughs> yep, that's, that's me, 100%. Bacardi Breezers. Are the roommates oh. are the roommates drinking their faces off too, or just, are you the only one just, so just stumbling around? Drunk, uh, the dude who moved into old Jeff, other Jeff's room, uh, but he's the one who built the bar downstairs. So he built the bar, but he doesn't drink. Um, Perfect case then, scenario. Uh, right. And then Carson, uh, he just came back um, from uh, Iowa or some shit, and he brought back some beer and shit. I guess he planned on drinking, but the two of them have been going at it, bro, like fucking outdoor cats or some shit. Outdoor cats? What? What's up? You said they're going at it like outdoor cats? Yeah, like they're fighting nonstop. Oh, shit, dude. Oh, Jesus. Well... That's yeah. part of the game, man. Yeah, I had another um, man. That was like typical drunk guy thing to do, trying to do a transition. I just went, nah. But this other thing I wanted to talk about was uh, fucking. Um, I got twenty four cans of Coors Light, right? And it said it was like thirteen ninety nine at the Walgreens. Yeah. It says it's thirteen ninety nine, and then um, on another spot. In the fridge, it said it was ten ninety nine, and I was like, "Hmm." So I take it to the register, and then uh, it was supposed to be like a mail in rebate, but then they just took it off at the register. So at the point of purchase, 
I got 24 cans of Coors Light for 10.99. Yeah. Can you find that in New Haven? No, I haven't had prices like that since Colby up in Maine, bro. <laughs> That's where they're like, you know, I, I don't know, apocalypse prices. I don't even know how to describe that. Yeah, it's insane. So you, but you went back and got another one, right? So you, now you got two rebates. Yeah, and you're supposed to mail them in or like do them online. But then when I checked the receipt to do the rebate, they had already taken the money off. So I was like, all right, good deal. I'm a kid. Yo, uh, how cheap are Coronas going for down now where you're at? That's the one I'm surprised about because everyone said the price was going to go way down. But I think the opposite happened because there's so many like rich white douchebags who are buying corona just for the funniness of it and people um, who normally yeah and people who normally drink it anyway didn't stop because they're not retarded and they know it's not related yeah, so like, that price i didn't see the price go down at all if anything it might have went up a little in my opinion okay because uh, at the bars here i haven't tried to buy any in the store but at the bars here they were like they started with like half price pictures of corona and now they're just like Take take the corona. Please take, take it. it, dude. That's oh, that's. Honestly, a, like oh my, that's so retarded. Like I don't know. That's I wish it. Um, I wish that was the case because Corona's good ass beer. I'd throw some lime in there. I've been throwing limes in all these Coors lights I've been stuck with. <laughs> that's that's like one of the best moves that like Billy taught me. It's like no, you, you don't have to wait for a Corona bottle to throw lime in there. It's you can cut up a lime and put it in a Yingling if you want, and like. Pay, that move has paid dividends in uh, in these 48 cores lights that I've been pounded. Like, for me, I think it's so ridiculous. Like, people are, are like, can relate, like, associate things with, like, one thing to another. Like, come on. Like, it's got nothing to do with that. Like, what about, like, this, like, the stupid, like, toilet paper? Like, there's no toilet paper anywhere. Like, that's the first thing you thought. Like, what about, you know buying shampoo or something else like don't you, are you not going to shower or like wash your hair or like something else that you just thought of toilet paper like what like why are so people yeah, so... all the things to be reselling that toilet paper now because they're just waiting on people to on all the stores to run out and then they're the only motherfucker with toilet paper and they're selling it for twice the price yeah. I, I saw the news story about some guy in Tennessee, I think, who bought a fuck ton of hand sanitizer, and then, like, the headline is he can't legally sell it again. Right, yeah. Because he's, like, not a store or whatever. <laughs> so, so they're, like, you don't have, like, a permit to sell it. Yeah, that. so, like, he, like, got, like, a truck with his brother and, like, a U-Haul and went around all the little stores in Tennessee. So, like, they filled out the truck with all of you know, hand sanitizers, toilet paper, face masks, all of this. And so they were going to, like, sell it on Amazon, and, like, they were trying to... They did that for a while, but then, like, Amazon shut it down, so they cannot really sell that anywhere. Um, and, like... Yeah. Fucked so, up story about hand sanitizer? Yeah. Um, apparently, they got prisoners making it and shit now, like, on the cheap. Uh, in order to keep people stocked up, they're having prisoners make hand sanitizer. A funny thing is, hand sanitizer is illegal in prison. So these motherfuckers are making hand sanitizer, and then they have to step away and be like six feet away from it while the people come in and collect it, because they're not allowed to use or have hand sanitizer in prison. 
Yeah, the whole yeah the whole prison the whole prison system's fucked in this country. Like we watched this documentary. I think was that I think it was Netflix where it showed how. Yeah, long story short, it's like they're these are private prisons and they're using the prisoners for basically slave labor or just like way way below minimum wage labor, you know, and that's what it is. Yep. Basically free labor. You you stuck in prison, your cellmate be coughing. All you want is some goddamn hand sanitizer. And they tell you, no, your job is... <laughs> no, it's illegal. <laughs> this country is fucked. I, uh, I, I read a pretty bleak article coming out of New York City that, like, it came out, like, two hours ago. Apparently, Mayor de Blasio said that there's a major shortage in, like, medical supplies. And he said, like, in 10 days, it's going to be a real problem, right? Yeah. <laughs> um, I actually, uh, my brother, who I normally don't talk to, he hit me up, and I was asking him how that shit's going since he's a doctor in the city. That's and right. like, Fuck. General fuck. So, I also uh, we're about sixty days behind Italy, and at a certain point, I think like a couple weeks ago, Italian hospitals had to start turning away patients who were in critical condition because they were just like we're too full. Holy hell! Like, yeah, I mean they're even doing that here. I do have you know a coworker that she. She was on vacation, right? And, like, so I had no contact with her whatsoever, but, like, we've been working from home. And so she's like, yeah, like, I have, I'm coughing, I have diarrhea, I am vomiting, I have all the signs of the coronavirus. I try to go to schedule an appointment. They told me I, they cannot see me because I'm young and I'm going to be okay and they don't have enough tests. So, like, it is already happening here. They are turning away people because they don't have enough tests. And, like, she just said, like, they're just, like, giving, you know, appointments for, like, older people. And, like, then the people in the phone was like, you're young. Like, you're not going to get it. So. Yeah. And just, like, well, because, yeah, he said, you said people in Italy in critical condition were getting turned away. So an old person, like, on death's doorstep, they're like, hey, you can go to the town square and die there if you want. Yeah, pretty much. Jesus like, Christ. They were like, look, we're filled up with old people who are dying, and you're an old person who might die. So, so yeah, sorry. Have your kids take care of you, motherfucker. Yeah, I, saw, I also saw a headline from the UK where they're calling retired doctors and medical staff to, like, help out. And then I thought of you. I was like, oh, shit, is Dave going to get called back into the line of duty, and is he going to tell them all to go fuck themselves? Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, can't happen because um, I actually got a notification a couple months ago. My, um, what they call the my license uh, ran out. Oh, thank like, God. So that's, yo, that's lucky on your part, man. You don't want to be out there. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm good on that shit. Fuck <laughs> that. Did we talk? At AMR, actually, I was talking to my boss and he came through City Hall to tell us about, like, what AMR's doing for Corona and shit. And, uh, he told me on the low that like they're actually encouraging employees to go ahead and try and catch corona now so they can get two weeks off of work paid and then they'll come back and be able to work because they've already caught it and like gotten through it in two weeks from now and they think the real boom is going to hit and it's going to be a problem yeah that's like, oh no so okay well that's i mean that's mixed i see that as good and bad news and i'll tell you why it's because i'm relieved that there are there are medically you know medical professionals who are of the opinion that like if you're under what 50 you can probably shake this off right 
Yeah, if you're under 50 and you're not a smoker, you'll be, we think you'll be fine. Um, if you catch a really bad case, you might come out with some like permanent lung damage, but if you're not a smoker, it shouldn't be a problem. You just like might limit your court time on the, on the b-ball course going forward, but it shouldn't be a problem if you're under, yeah, 50 or 60. Okay, just, so that, I mean, that, that's comforting. And then what's not comforting is like, yeah, the news that's been coming out lately that's like, hey, the worst is yet to come. We're kind of going to be like this yeah. till probably July at the earliest, right? Oh, my God. There's mixed reports. Um, talking to my boy Al, who's uh, working with the governor here in CC, like, I'm thinking shit should start turning we should hit our worst point end of this month or sometime in April, and then shit should start turning around a few weeks after we hit our low point. So maybe May, maybe June, we can be out of this shit. Um, but we'll see. I'm Honestly, hoping May. I'm hoping we don't have to cancel baseball this year, but it's looking like, we, I mean, NCAA basketball, that shit's already gone. Like, that's out the window, but... Well, why don't you show yeah. what you've been doing, like, to... You know, because there's no foot man football. So like, like, what have you been doing so far? I have been watching Major League Rugby um, replays on YouTube, and Dave already knows this because I already filled him in. I was like, brother, I know you're hurting like I am without sports, so I've just been watching replays of Major League Rugby, which you guys can find on Major League Rugby's uh, YouTube channel. You got like, you know, you got some full ma- full matches there that you can watch. That's, uh, you know, it'll it'll stave off the insanity for another day. <laughs> I've been watching that. UFC still been having their fights on Saturdays, just in empty arenas. Um, and I've been. Does that uh, make it? Does that make it kind of more badass in a way, or does it make it lamer? Because people, there's not just like a bunch of drunk dudes with bloodlust. What do you prefer? That's the thing is, watching it on my um, illegal download stream, it's the exact same. Like the way the camera angles are, like you couldn't tell that there was a crowd there in the first place, except for the fact that between rounds they occasionally cut to like Leonardo DiCaprio sitting in the third row or some shit yeah and now they just like cut to like the commentator who's just like leaning away co-commentators like I don't want to catch some shit why am I here oh but yeah it's uh it's like the same fight I like it a lot um that's one of the sports where it's like uh I think another podcast talking about this sports that can do well in the corona uh quarantine UFC and like boxing matches don't change because it's two dudes in a ring and they you test them both. They're all good. Let's fucking go. <laughs> um, you just like if your opponent tries to cough on you, hit him in the face extra hard for it. Like, <laughs> oh god. Um, so like yeah, that's fine. And uh, they're up talking like tennis is something that's fine. For some reason, they canceled like, a golf tournament, and everyone was like, why? Like, it's just two dudes walking down a fucking golf hole. Like, there's no one even allowed to get within, like, 30 feet of you. It's because it's because all the golfers are geezers, and they're all, like, purebred. Like, you know, they don't have enough, like, genetic, like, variation in them. So, like, it's just the second, you know, if somebody coughs, like, 100 feet away from them, they're dying instantly. Like, they got that wasp Protestant lineage, they, and they're, like, 85, so... You can't have yeah, that. they're great. They're also cousins, so it's like, ah, shit. Yeah, you know, it's, it's these, you know, it's, it's a small island is what I'm saying. The British Isles, not that big. 
<laughs> Throw some systemic racism in there. It's not a whole lot of genetic uh, variation. Mm-hmm. Oh, help. Speaking of Brit, uh, do you see Idris Elba got this shit? Yeah, that's sad. Idris Elba, Tom Hanks. Um, I just saw like two more. Isn't it the Canadian president and his wife? I think, yeah, the, the Canadian prime minister's wife, and then did he get it too? I'm not sure. Wait, did you hear about what happened with Tom Hanks, how people sent him uh, volleyballs? <laughs> no. Yeah. What's that about? It's like from that movie Castaway that I never saw, but I know I know the significance of that. You know Castaway? Castaway. No. Yeah. Oh, oh, dude, I'm, that, that's a good transition. We, um... We watched the movie Blow for the first time yesterday. Have you seen that? Before with Johnny Depp? No, and I'm glad I did because like now I have a newfound respect for the motherfucker. That was a fantastic film, and uh, yep. it only got like back in the just bring drugs through an airport and no one checked. Damn, yeah. Yeah, that's what we were talking about. Christine was just like, "How is he getting away with this?" I'm like, "Cause all you had to do was just cut a chain with some bolt cutters." And you could steal a plane, and then you just got away with it. <laughs> like, like, there was no internet, there was no cell phones, you just did whatever. And you got caught, like, 25 years later. That's so crazy. before that movie came out, I remember I had taken a flight. I think I told you this when I went to Alaska. Um, I was, like, 11 years old. I had to get from here to Chicago to meet up with my aunt to uh, go to Alaska with her. Chacha, and my what parents up? just walked me all the way to the gate. <laughs> to get on my flight like no one stopped them they didn't have tickets so, like they weren't going anywhere yeah they walked me like onto the plane and sat me down my dad like talked to the flight attendant like he's here on his own i apologize in advance for any fuck shit he does and yeah, then just, permission to- he's like yeah no problem and they had some whiskey on the rocks and they cheers talked about pussy yeah, for a little while because it's the 80s that it was insane what you used to be able to do yeah, that was crazy. You used to knives on planes. Oh, you used to so be able to smoke in that motherfucker. You could, you could, you could chain smoke on a flight, and no one could say anything. They could ask like, "Hey, mm. do you mind? Can you blow in the other direction?" <laughs> you just do it. But that that movie fucking ruled, and I was disappointed to see that it only got like fifty five percent on Rotten Tomatoes. I was like, "How? This is incredible." Yeah, this movie a great rocks. Movie. I mean. Yeah. It's- Movie. And I, I didn't know, know it was based on true, true, uh, most of these that true story. Oh yeah, and and that was yeah that was the cool part too is that we looked it up after, the guy like got out of jail in like 2015 and then like went back in in 2016, <laughs> like way after the movie was like created in 2001. So I was like, oh shit, Damn. he's still at it. <laughs> Good for him. Right. Never never say die. <laughs> that brings me up to a big question for you guys. What shows are you binge watching to get you through this quarantine? Okay, I can start. I have a few. So, I've been seeing a few. So, right now I'm looking at this show called Containment. Um, It's kind of crazy because it talks just exactly of what we're experiencing right now. But of course, with a little bit more drama and and stuff, you know, a little rom com right there too. Um, yeah. And then what was the other one that I was watching? Uh, there's a Sp- uh, English Spanish version of the show. What was it? Elite. 
Elite. Yeah, that's from like that's from Spain. That's a Netflix original that's based in Spain. It's yeah. uh, you know, it's it's I. It's pretty good. It's pretty good. But we finished that one up. Yeah. And now Christina's watching <laughs> Containment and getting all freaked out about it because it's about some virus where everybody dies violently, in Hollywood style. <clears throat> and I'm like, this is the last thing you need to be watching right now. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what's going on. Like if you if like if you call It's not and... exactly what's going on right now. It's a Hollywood <laughs> dramatized version designed to get her all freaked out, but you know. <laughs> well, what, yeah. what are you binging, Dave? So I've been running through the animes now, but Yes. Uh, that's right. You said you're watching Air Gear. Yeah, I watched all of Air Gear uh like the last two days. Now I'm going to Naruto ship again. Uh, because I never finished that show. Well, but, you can, uh, it's still going, right? Naruto Yeah, isn't Naruto nah. still making episodes? Uh, no, it's uh, Boruto now. It's like about his kids. Get the fuck out of here. Well, I mean, yeah, so it's some Dragon Ball shit where they'll just never stop. <laughs> They're like, hey, wait, wait, we have a cash machine? Yeah, let's keep pumping out cash. <laughs> yeah, why not? Uh, but yeah, before I got into the anime kick, what got me into the anime kick was that binge watched the first three seasons of Daria. And I was like, La la show... la la la. Na 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 na. Uh, yeah, I didn't know about that show. But when I see them eat pizza, I want to eat that pizza. Hell yeah, dude. I miss New Haven style pizza. Oh, we had, um, yo, we, we found the dopest place on Uber Eats this morning. It was a. Uh, it was called oh, yeah. Taste of New York, and so we got the hookup with the fucking bagels that we haven't had since we moved here. Oh Finally, my God, yes. Got it delivered to my boar. <laughs> boar. Got it delivered <laughs> to my door, and I'm so fucking excited. I'm such a fat guy that it's like I can't even remember how to say the word door properly. But I got, yo, I got everything bagel with locks, my dude. I got a fucking yep. Philly cheesesteak because while they have their own versions of sandwiches here. You cannot get a good Philly cheesesteak. But let me tell you, these motherfuckers hooked up. These fucks. These Midwestern farm boy fucks hooked up this cheesesteak. I gotta tell you, Nani would have been proud. <laughs> I'm so pissed. The bodega by me fucking stopped making sandwiches today. No! They had sandwiches yesterday. I go down today to grab a fucking sandwich for lunch. And uh, the fucking Guatemalan dude behind the counter was like, no, I say sorry. No. Why is it? Is it like forever, or or not forever? Like, is it because of the virus, or like, are they just? Yeah, because It's like, yeah, we're not handing out sandwiches to customers anymore, man. Oh my god. I don't care if you have corona. I'll get corona. Give me my sandwich. <laughs> yo, it might be. Yo, does your bodega get their uh, bread from NYC? I don't know. I would doubt it, though. It'd be so much cheaper to just get the bread from here to Haven. Yeah, but remember, you know how um, uh, Ray and Mike's, that's their secret. That's why their bread's so dank. Is didn't Don't they bring it in from the city? No, uh, Corner Deli, the one that Mike spun off and made himself, he got all his bread made fresh from um, uh, Bakery in Hamden. I'm forgetting the name of it now. Oh, I thought, uh, I thought they brought in their, I thought they brought in their bread from the city. No, no, they're dead because they got all their bread fresh that day from a bake, local bakery. So that way, like, you knew your bread was fresh as shit. And they never, one of the reasons why Mike broke up from Ray was that Ray would just use out all the bread. Like, if 
got that shit on a Monday and he still had some leftover on Thursday. He was using that Monday bread. Whereas Mike, when he started Corner Deli, whatever he didn't use that day, he gave away to homeless people because he was like, fuck that. I want fresh bread every day. That's awesome. And that's why we had no problem going there and spending outrageous amounts of money for a sandwich because, like, you knew you were getting the best damn sandwich you could ever have. Yeah. <laughs> it was all about fresh fucking everything. And I think most of the places around New Haven, like, they get all their beef and shit from Ferrara, like, our local meat market. And they get all their shit from, like, around the state. Uh, it's like, why all the meat is so here? Open source, motherfucker. Oh, I miss, I miss, I really miss the New York, the New York bagel, so like, this morning's breakfast slash brunch was like, amazing. Oh. Amazing. Yeah, it's just so sad, like, what's going on, like, in New York, like, I saw, like, this, like, Insta story, and, like, that they're doing, like, the army, and, like, the, the police, they're, they're gonna build out, like, hospitals. And like at the NYU dorms. Yeah, uh, in New Haven, uh, give you the New Haven update song. Um, what they're doing is they're uh, they shut down all the schools, so they're trying to move like homeless people into the schools and also turn some schools into like uh, quarantine zones and hospital zones for people too for the overflow that's coming. That's crazy. That's so crazy. Yeah. It's a bad in Connecticut too. Yeah, it's right next to New York. Yeah. I know, but like, are, have there been cases? Are they what? Have there been cases? Oh yeah, yeah. But, but not you dead actually, people. Today, I forget the numbers, but today, um, there was like a little bit of a crisis because a homeless person who has corona and like is in the hospital for it just checked himself out and walked out of the hospital today. No. Oh, oh my god. Oh no. There's like legally nothing they can do to stop him. There's like, dude, no, please, stop, stop, oh, motherfucker. Son of a bitch. <laughs> Shit. They should have locked him in the room in the hospital or something. Yeah, legally you can't do that. So he just left. Like they were trying to and he was like, I know my rights. I'll do y'all. And they're like, well, he's homeless and has nothing to lose, so let him go. Wait, so, but there's not, you can't override that legally? Like, say, for example, someone's kicking and screaming in, like, the psych ward. It's like, they stop those motherfuckers from leaving. Why can't you stop someone when there's a pandemic? You can only stop the psych ward people for um, 72 hours with a three-day psych hold, and uh, only if they're crazy. And then if they pass, you have to give them a crazy test. And if they pass the crazy test, you have to let them go. If they don't pass the crazy test, then you have to, then you can keep them longer. But they should have gave that dude a I'm crazy just... test. What's up? They should have given that dude a crazy test. Uh, it doesn't work on homeless people because they learn all the answers to the crazy test. That way they can intentionally <laughs> get to stay warm in a psych ward. And then come summertime, they know exactly then what they just say the opposite of what they said in order to get out. You're so, listening to Super Balls podcast. We reveal the dark underside of what's actually going on in this country. We're uh, being visited uh, over the phone by my very good friend, my brother from another mother, Dave, who is uh, who is a uh, retired uh, paramedic in Pistol Wave, New Haven, just outside of New York. Uh, Dave. 
I was going to ask yeah. you. You're asking what? Sorry, I, I got distracted. Uh, I was going to... <laughs> damn it. I just went into my like radio announcer voice and just totally fucked it up. Because I, I thought to myself, I was like, hey, this sounds pretty good. This sounds like a real publication. And then I just like totally froze like a deer in headlights. Christina, what were we talking about? What should I say next? We were talking about New Haven and how the homeless escaped. And now the homeless is going to go crazy, like give all the, everybody the coronavirus. Yeah, so we're fucked. We might as well nickname that homeless dude November, because that's when we're going to get out now, thanks to that asshole. Dude, uh, that's what the, uh, the niggas were talking about in front of the bodega. was like, yeah, I hope that homeless guy comes to me. I'll shoot him right now. <laughs> <laughs> that's, like, that's not how it works. Like, you can't just kill people with corona and then corona stops. Like, he shoots him and then the blood splatters in his mouth. He's like, Gah, pff, pff, Ew, fuck. No, I'm all fucked. <laughs> oh. the, so, so the worst. Yeah. The are you wearing a are you wearing a mask when you go out in public? Are you going out at all? I don't care. I, I've just been going out like normal, just chilling. <laughs> I don't even use hand sanitizer. That shit doesn't really work. Yeah, that's what uh, that's what Frank brought up on the last cast. He said like there was this whole, there's this whole like legal battle where there where someone was prosecuting the big hand hand sanitizer, saying like, hey, if you can't prove it actually works, which they haven't within like a certain time frame, then it's like you have to stop selling it, and like they weren't able to prove it, and here we are, they're selling it by the boatload still. Yeah, because here's the thing: the hand sanitizer is great antibacterial. Yeah. Coronavirus is a virus, not a bacteria. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, here's the thing, and uh, this maybe will make some, a lot of people feel better. Hopefully, viruses can't live that long outside of a host. Like, right. you can bacteria can land on the surface and survive on a different surface for a long time. That's why hand sanitizer works with that. Viruses outside of a body can only live like. 30 seconds to like a minute, a couple minutes top, usually. Like it has to be some real thugged out virus to live longer than that. So like your chances of getting coronavirus from a doorknob or a toilet seat or some shit like that is really fucking low. Like, but how pissed, after- how pissed would you be if when you're on the way back from that bodega, they say, sorry, sir, we no make your sandwich today. And on your way out, some asshole sneezes and it lands inside your mouth. Oh. Then you're like, I wish I had a mask, right? No, then I, I'm just like, all right, cool, bro. <laughs> give me, give me some like, you buy me some fucking cold or flu medicine right now. We'll call it <laughs> that's how that goes. <laughs> I think that's gonna be the new talk, you know, when like two cars like, like hit, you know, like you know what, bro? Don't call the insurance. We'll set it up right now. But like right now, it's gonna be like. You know, like you sneeze or you cough in front of me. We're like, you know what? Just, just buy me medicine. And we're we'll set right now. <laughs> Cartload of groceries. Call it a day. Yeah. <laughs> Give me some toilet paper. Thing. We'll be okay. If I wasn't willing to die for my sandwich, I wouldn't have left the house in the first place. So, you know what? <laughs> 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 where the who? Where the who? Where the who? Anybody tuning in for this podcast for the first time is like, what is wrong with this guy? And probably people who have tuned in before are like, what is wrong with this guy? Why am I listening to this? And then, yeah, they're, are they letting you work from home? 
yeah, so I think I told you, um, since uh, I'm kind of working for City Hall, uh, what they had me doing is, like, everyone who can't really work from home, they're just having us do emergency help. So uh, the emergency jobs for City Hall were last week we had to call up um, all the churches and tell them to stop holding Sunday services because what the fuck, guys? Yeah. Yeah. When you guys heard about this virus, how about you stop gathering in groups of 100 people in a small enclosed space where you cough all over each other? (laughs) Yeah. Well, we're talking talking 50 if you're lucky in the Catholic Church (laughs) nowadays. (laughs) I can tell you. I can tell you because I've had boots on the ground. It's like like 50 if you're lucky (laughs) in Connecticut and like Pennsylvania. Most of these are black churches. So it's like capacity. Oh, they pack them in. They pack them in. Because that shit's actually they, good. <laughs> Their songs are actually good. <laughs> yeah. Just a bunch of people singing and then walking up to the front and one guy's putting a fucking uh, cracker in everyone's mouth one after another. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> the body of Christ. Hot shoe! Oh, sorry. Here you go. <laughs> it's the like... body of Christ. Corona. How, and how has how has the um how has the feedback been on that the people you're calling so um we they all had a conference call with the mayor um basically all of the catholic churches the greek churches the all the white people shit was just like yeah no that makes sense so of course yeah, yeah we'll do online services and we'll we'll limit the number of people in our church yeah um Half the black churches also went along with that. Some of them were just like, man, my church is the soul of my community. You cannot cancel them. You cannot close them. The government cannot keep us down. And I am with the Lord. And if there's an audience audience there to support it with claps, then you're done. You can't can't stop it. Yeah, no, it it was was a pain in the ass. Like, more than two or three motherfuckers just trying to get them to phone into the conference call. It's like, they started preaching to me, and I, a part of me wanted to be like, nigga, I don't even believe in God. Just stop. <laughs> <laughs> Sir. The, the part of me that had to be like, oh, I'm working for a fucking mayor right now. I had to just like sit there and listen and just be like, mm-hmm. I understand your concern. I think that's a valid concern that you should bring up with the mayor. Catch a few, catch a few Pokemon on the cell phone. Just like stare at the watch a little, a little while. (laughs) Yep. Oh no! uh, One dude was preaching for literally forty-five minutes. So at minute like twenty-five, I put my phone down. I went. I made uh, Eggo waffles in the toaster. And you were like, uh huh, yes, sir. Hold on, hold on one sec. Let, let me let me just like waffle so it doesn't burn. I never, I never even told him I was getting waffles. Like I just, I just left, came back. Like, yeah. oh, he's still talking. Why this? No, it's because you already knew, man. You know those people. I know those people. Christina knows those people. Where you're just like, mm-hmm. they're just gonna do their thing for a little while here, and you just gotta, I uh, can't say nothing. Yeah. Just gotta grab some egos, you know. Did you, uh, yeah. you know, have you seen... That was funny. This week, uh, they had us because um, a couple of the homeless shelters caught cases, um, and they were, like, rightfully so. They were freaking out because uh, they were already at, like, they were at full capacity for a while now, and there's people still trying to get beds. They don't want to sleep outside on the green during a fucking quarantine. So they're like, 
well, we can't take people in. We stopped doing that, but we can't kick people out of a homeless shelter. But there are people in here with fucking Corona. We kind of need to kick people out of a homeless shelter. So I had to call them up and tell them, like, the mayor wanted to have an emergency meeting with all the shelters, all of the halfway houses, and all of the sober houses, and just go through um, procedures and shit. I guess, uh, I can't believe this, but I guess if the mayor's trying to find government funding, we can put them up at uh, motels. I mean, so, yeah, I mean, if we're... If we're... If we're telling NYU students, like, people who pay the most money for college in the fucking most expensive place to go to college in the world, we're telling them, hey, get all your shit out so we can put some coughing homeless guy in there. Like, I believe it. <laughs> I believe it now. They were rolling fucking Hummers. They are rolling fucking Hummers into Manhattan to do that shit, right? Like, it's just yeah. bad it's right now. Yeah. Like, wait a second. My place, like, can I get a motel room on, on the mayor? Like, Yo, Elke, we're we're matching that. <laughs> yeah. This is uh, uh so this is concern. So uh, as as the uh, as the official Super Bowls podcast medical consultant, medical pandemic uh, <laughs> chief consultant, what is your in your opinion? What do you think? What? Uh, what's up? <laughs> I said as the uh, Super Bowls podcast official chief medical consultant, in your opinion, what is the earliest that life will be quote unquote back to normal, where total freedom? So we're 60 days behind Italy and France. So whenever they lift their quarantine and shit, just count two months after that, and then we'll be good. Not looking good. (laughs) My birthday is next month. Yeah, well, hmm. not looking good. Yeah, I'd say we're about two months behind Italy at uh, the best. And... I forget how far Italy's behind China. China's just coming out of it now, but they were also by far the most prepared because Corona's basically SARS and they had all this equipment left over from the SARS epidemic really? and all these like drills. I guess the government had been running ever since SARS. Like, hey, we can't let this happen again. So when that shit happened again, and they were like, "Fuck!" Like, stop yeah. eating bats, stupid. It's not they, even. Uh, there's not even that much meat on there. Come on. Ew. Get a they chicken. Were, it's like, not that expensive. Sport. Fuck. <laughs> so, um, China's just coming out of it now. China was at its worst in January. Italy's about to be at its worst. I mean, so, I'll do math. I'm bad at math. I guess Italy will be out of it in like two months. That means we'll be out of it in like four months from now. I think like a lot of people here still don't really like get it you know like did you see a bunch of those like spring breakers in florida like yeah okay here's my thing on that you don't go to spring break because you're worried about catching something you go to spring break to try and catch something usually an std (laughs) no but like the but like when you when uh outlets are putting out the story where they're like because I, I, I saw it on my feed a few times, and they interview they interview some guy who looks like me, but younger and dumber, and they're like, hey, do you like to drink and party, or are you concerned about this global pandemic? And he's like, fuck this global pandemic, I want to drink and party. And then Christina gets all up in arms, and I get all up in arms, and we're like, fuck these assholes! What, ah. what are you talking about? And it's like, like, yeah, I mean, you, you decided to speak to 
some fucking tanned idiot from Georgia. <laughs> it's like, of course he's going to say that. And then when he says that, we're like, ah, you fucking moron, what are you doing? Yeah, let's be completely um, honest. If someone came up to Tanglehood back when it was me, you, Breezy, and Billy, and they were just like, are you guys going to quarantine yourselves or keep drinking like this? I'd be like, fuck you, like, I'm going to keep drinking, stupid. And then it's like, yeah, of course they're going to yeah. say that. These guys, This is the frat house on the block <laughs> that is going to get kicked out any day now. Like, <laughs> yeah. Of course. And not only that, like, you're talking to a bunch of 20-year-olds. Literally, the worst corona is going to do for them is make them feel hungover for, like, a week or two. They won't even notice because they'll still be drinking. Like... I mean, and, and the other thing, the other thing too is, like, okay, so those guys, it's like, we all know who they are, and you ask them what they think, of course they're going to say that, they're stupid. Right. And, um, but what I wanted to point out, I was talking to, I was talking about this with my brother the other day, because he's, um, he's like a naval officer on the West Coast, right? He said that his, he said that whoever was in command of his, whatever, I don't want to say too many details, was like saying like, mm-hmm. hey guys, we're still coming to work. This is not a big deal. Blah blah blah. We have to be here. We have to be here on site. And then like when it came, when orders from a, up top came that said like, hey, everyone has to go home and self quarantine. He was like, you know, like I said this whole time, guys, your your own safety is top of mind. Okay. I've been saying this. I've been saying this from the start. And it's like, yeah, like that that happened with him. That happened with uh, Christina and our boss as well. Right, the guy yes. at the top, the guy at the top said like, "Hey guys, we have to come into work. We're gonna work through this. It's like we are essential. Our we'll be fine. Is essential, and we must work. Yeah, we must do it. And then like that later that night at like one a.m., t- pulls a complete one eighty in an email and is like, you know, guys, like I always said, your health is number one. <laughs> so we're gonna work from home. And it's like. It is strongly suggested that you actually work from home. Yeah, Bullshit. when like yeah, a few hours earlier, it was strongly suggested that we had to work. Did you see the same thing on your end, where they like telling you that you had to work, and then all of a sudden it was just like turned on a dime? Um, so it was uh, different for me because um, I don't know what the higher ups at City Hall were saying because Carlos, my boss, didn't give a fuck. He <laughs> <laughs> came out. He came out and was just like, his kid has Lyme disease. So he was just like, if one of you motherfuckers coughs in here, you better be coughing on your way out the door because I will kill you. (laughs) (laughs) He went thugged out. He's like, I don't play that shit. Carlos also, to give people context who are listening, he has neck and hand tattoos. Yes. (laughs) And he runs an office that works with reentry for prisoners in the community. Is he in a city called The Wave in New Haven? Where's Carlos Carlos from? Where's Carlos from? Uh, he's from Paraguay, but uh, raised in New York City. Get the fuck out of here. I only met one yeah. guy from Paraguay. I, the one guy, yeah. you know, I think the one guy the one guy I met from Paraguay um, was one of our Uber drivers when we saw Kesha for, for New Year's. Oh, shit. <laughs> I do not remember that night. <laughs> that feel, yo, that, doesn't that feel like that was like 10 years ago, but that was like two years ago? <laughs> oh, shit, that was like two years ago? Cause yeah, it wasn't this. It wasn't this. It wasn't this New Year's. I think it was the one before that. Yeah, that's not that long ago, but it feels like forever ago because Kesha peaked in like 2009, and that's why it was so funny that we went to that shit. We went. We joke because like 
I think you suggested it as a joke. I did. It was 100%. I was 100% joking and not serious. And then it's like the more I thought about it, it just grew on me. I was like, fuck, I really want to do this now. (laughs) You said it as a joke, and then you looked up Kesha, and was like, holy shit, she's going to be, it's like a $20 ticket. Like, we can all go. (laughs) Yeah, I was like, we could totally do this, and it's not hard at all. (laughs) Like, hell yeah. It was like, damn, it turns out she, like, had, like, a, she had, like, three albums since she was popular, and then, like, a comeback album that was, like, critically acclaimed like 10 out of 10 i was like yeah Shit, you know look you, at here <laughs> when you told me about it i was like huh i don't know if i want to date a guy that listens to kesha but okay sure <laughs> we need a sound drop right now it's too uh, god damn you coronavirus <laughs> depl- uh, depriving us of our sound droppable moments this is a fucking tragedy <laughs> what um Oh, you're yelling, Timbo! (laughs) I'm going down. (laughs) Jeff's going down. She's yelling, Timbo! We watched the... We watched this fucking, um... This series on Netflix. We go to, like, the top ten of what's trending in America. Except not that fucking Wahlberg movie, because I know that's gonna suck. Did you see that? I actually liked it. I watched it. It's not bad. Okay. okay, and it's got uh, it's got a uh, post Malone in there too, right? They put him right yeah, up front it, to be like, "Come on." Uh, it's the the guy from uh, Black Panther who was like the the only part of that Black Panther movie that seemed kind of racist. Remember the tribe that were like just monkeys? I don't actually. You know what I'm about? I don't remember. No. He was the one who like um, he, the movie opened with him fighting. Uh, um, Anthony, not Anthony Mackey. Uh, so he ended up fighting Black Panther. He his tribe was like the monkey tribe from the mountains, and like they were the ones that didn't get any of Wakanda's dope ass vibranium. They were just up there with like wooden sticks, like these motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah. The Jabari, that's the name of his tribe. So yeah, he's like in Wakanda. He's uh, he was the one who saved the guy's life and whatever. Um, but yeah, he's the sidekick in the Mark Wahlberg movie. Oh. And on on your uh, on your professional movie critic scale, one to ten, what do you give it? Uh, stoned or sober? Stoned. <laughs> well, stoned. That movie's uh definitely like an eight. Holds your attention. Funny parts. Great soundtrack. Great. Great soundtrack. You're sober. Okay. I might give that a whirl. Blow had a fucking uh, amazing this, soundtrack, bro. Right. <laughs> that, that was one thing I noticed when we watched Blow yesterday, is that soundtrack kicked ass. Yes, it did. And yes, I think I've did. heard about it before that, like, I knew that, like, when I was just, like, scrolling through, I was like, I feel like I need to watch this movie because, like, so many guys my age who are degenerates like me are like, dude, you have to see Blow. And uh, I'm glad we did. Yeah, that's a really great movie. I love the uh, I loved how at the end of the film it was kind of like a callback to the beginning of the film, like everything like makes like a big circle. I love that yep. shit. It's like a, it's like a Hemingway shout out almost, or like every storyteller of all time shout out almost. But yeah, it was cool. Are you uh, are you crushing what uh, what other films have you been crushing in during the lockdown? Um, let's see. It's Friends are Confidential. I actually watched that with a chick. Um. Oh, cheese mail alert. Ba, ba, ba. Who who did you see that with? 
uh, Teresa, I was going to stay quarantined with her, but then her roommate was coughing a lot. And I was like, you know what? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Oh, uh, yeah. So, um, let's see. I saw that. I saw um, we watched Bombshell together. That one about um, all that shit that happened at Fox where it came out. Like, the guy who was running Fox Network was like, Harassing all the women. Bombshell. <laughs> yeah, bombshell. Oh, I want to watch that then. Actually, Christina, can you do me a favor? Could you cover your ears and go la 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 for like five minutes? Okay, cool. Thank you. Yeah, Jeff, don't watch Bombshell with your girl. Okay. Why not? <laughs> hey, you didn't follow his instruction. That's that's the Super Bowls podcast official <laughs> medical <laughs> consultant. Why didn't you follow his instructions, babe? I don't uh, know who was talking to me. Yeah, it's, um, it's woke bait. It's completely, like, academy woke bait. So, it, it wasn't that great. Oh. Same Man. with, um, we saw the other Margot Robbie movies, uh, Birds of Prey. Same thing. Just like, uh, why, are you, why are they making shitty, shitty girl power movies now? <laughs> oh, Birds of Prey. Can I tell the story about yeah. Birds of Prey, Christina? Yeah. Do you mind? Yeah, no, go ahead. Man, well, yeah, so, like, on, like, <laughs> on New Year's, no, not New, New Year's, Year's, fucking what? Valentine's Day, Valentine's mm-hmm. Day, I take out my significant other, my life partner, Christina, I take her out to uh, a nice uh, Turkish dinner, because she likes that Turkish food, right? After that, we mm-hmm. hit up a wine bar. Molto bene, you know, get get her, get some get her get her all tanked up, and then I take her to a hipster, <laughs> take her to a hipster hipster movie theater, and we see Birds of Prey. However, the tickets that we that I had bought, you know, a month in advance, were not for Birds of Prey. They were for Parasite because I heard all the great shit about Parasite. Did you see that? Uh, I haven't, but I thought about it. Which makes me not want to see it. No, no, definitely see it, because I fucking loved it. However, so I bought the tickets for that, because it won all those awards. And then in, we're in the Uber on the way to dinner, and we see another movie theater, and she mentions offhand, like, oh, I really want to see Birds of Prey. So then while she's in the bathroom at the first restaurant, I call the movie theater saying, like, hey, I see they're also showing Birds of Prey at the same time. Can we switch our tickets? And they said, yeah, sure. And so we did that. And so, like, we're there. I tell her, like, what a great boyfriend I am. And I'm like, hey, I changed our movie. We're seeing Birds of Prey. Let's fucking go. And she's so impressed. Waterfall down there, dude. Like, those panties are soaked. Hey. Guaranteed. Hey. And so, gosh. five minutes into the movie, she's passed out asleep. Because I looked over. <laughs> I, like, I, knew there was a, I knew there was, like, a great part that she would have loved. And she's asleep. <laughs> So then I, I, like, nudge her a little bit. And she's like, oh, I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. I'm awake. I said, okay. <laughs> Happened, like, five more times. So I was like, all right, I, I'm taking you home. She's like, no, no, no. I feel so bad. No, no, no. And I, I threw over my shoulder fireman style and just <laughs> threw, threw, her in the back, threw her in the back of that Explain Uber and called it a night. Explain why I was so sleepy. Well, because we crushed a bottle of wine at dinner. I mean, and why? what else? Well, that's what you do. I thought it was because you pounded that out and you had she was too tired to stay up after all that <laughs> yeah no 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 so to, to tell the truth because this is not he didn't say this i have not slept much the night before 
because I was making his Valentine's Day gift. It was like a little, um, how do you say that? Um, find a clue or what is it? It was like a scavenger hunt. Like a scavenger hunt. <laughs> like a little, like a little box. And like a typical, yeah, like a typical girl, like a typical girl, she got so excited at the idea of Valentine's Day and giving me the scavenger hunt present. That she got like one hour of sleep because she's so excited. I did because I needed to do my hair because I was not going to have time the day before. So, yeah, I only slept like three hours or two maybe. I don't know. Let me just get all this straight. So, Jeff, you bought her movie tickets, dinner, (laughs) a bottle of wine. You treated her. You spent all this money. And she gave you a free scavenger hunt and then passed out without any Valentine's Day sex. Well, there was there was that too. We left that off the cast because that's not that's not cast worthy. That's that's neither here nor there. Well, it is it is here and there. It was all over our ten foot square apartment. But <laughs> but the thing is, yes, Birds of Prey I thought was all right. I thought it was a pretty good movie, but not as good as Parasite. Parasite you should definitely go see. Parasite was Parasite was the best movie that I've seen since Get Out. Yeah. I also got him some, some cute underwear. I've heard really mixed reviews on Parasite because they were like, some people were saying how it's just like the family in it, that the poor family, are like actually just shitty people too. So no. sometimes it makes it hard to root for them. Nope. But Nope, I disagree entirely. I disagree. Christina, do you agree or disagree with what he said? Parasite? Um, well, you know, it kind of gave me all mixed of emotions. Like at first, like I was like, okay, let's see how this is. And... You know, do you get into the sense? And I'm not gonna spoil it for you, but um, it's like it's like it's like it really throws you out the way how it goes with like the whole content and how it it ends. Like I I never expected that, so I was really like impressed by it. So I right, have to give it a shot then, because uh, I do love the guy who wrote and directed it. Yeah, he also did that. Um, I think I told you about the movie Snowpiercer, Jeff. Hell yeah. That was fucking a- he did that? Yeah, he did Snowpiercer. Dude. Then we gotta watch Snowpiercer. Where, can I, or is that only on the uh, illegal sites? Uh, I know for a fact it's on the illegal sites, but it used to be on Netflix. I haven't checked in a while. Shit, then I gotta check that out. But, yeah, I think it's definitely worth your while. It's only like two and a half, right? Two and a half hours? Mm-hmm. I, yeah. So if you're yeah, if you're looking for a film, I highly recommend it. I loved it. Yeah, I, I did too. I, I think like it just got me really in. Like, you know, I, I didn't expect expect it at all. Like to be honest, like it gives an idea, but like it really turns you out. Like how you started thinking at the beginning, and like how it ends, you're like, what? Like I never saw that coming. You know. All right, I gotta check that out then. Super- Any other movie recommendations for quarantine? <laughs> uh, I don't know. I don't. I already went over all of mine. Do you have any more before? I was going to move it on over to the topic of food. Because we, we've been recording for an hour. I don't know if you got to go. You probably got to go soon. We've had you for a minute. I'm drunk. I can't gauge time. I know where to go. <laughs> okay. Thank God. <laughs> I then- mean, like Netflix. Like, are you still watching? Hell yeah, I'm still here. Hell yeah. What are you even asking, stupid? Yeah. But I was gonna change the subject on over to um, one of the uh, one of the silver linings in the coronavirus uh, pandemic is that 
Christine and I are now forced to cook because like where we work for <laughs> yeah. usually supplies us with like free breakfast and lunch and so yep. and then yeah and then we just like all we make is like dinner if that but like usually we go out but now that going out is off the table we got to make it all we got to make breakfast lunch and dinner mm-hmm. how's that been going on your end so you know me and how i like to cook so great cook by the because, way because of where i could work um where i was working like i had gotten used to just like grabbing you know food from downtown and not uh like cooking anymore so like one of the best things about this quarantine is like the first thing i did was stock up on shit at uh what's it called that stop and drop and i was like yo i'm gonna cook like a motherfucker <laughs> so uh, i busted out the little grill i had uh steaks and french fries the other day um yes. chicken the other day yeah i'm doing big fits again doing um, what i'm amazing hollandaise sauce Ooh. oh my god that's like one of our favorites dude I um I I've been tell I've been telling Christina how I wanna I've been telling Christina how I wanna I wanna fry up some fries the way that you taught me with the vegetable oil on the stovetop, but the problem is nope. problem is we're in a fucking studio apartment so it's like everything that we own is gonna smell like fries, but that might not be that might not that might not be an issue if we're like locked in till July so maybe I should just make up some fucking fries right now. We'll just open all the windows and all the doors. <laughs> Yeah, um, no, you know what I made, though, the other day that you would love? I made egg Woodhouse from Archer. Yes. Dude, one bite of that will fill you up for an entire day. How can it's you more explain what that is? What's up? Can you explain how that is? So, it is eggs, uh, Benedict, Ooh. served over, um, some veggies with caviar and and it's really complex sauce dribbled frizzled over top um some youtube video babish or something showed you how to make it and i was like fuck it i'm just gonna give it a shot oh yeah and holy shit was it amazing that sounds so good like i don't know how to make eggs benedict uh but that's like my next thing to get into so i'll make some eggs benedict poaching eggs isn't that hard you just put some water in the pan and you, uh, you cook it on a really low heat, moving it up off the heat, um, like, multiple times where it keeps the heat cool. Uh-huh. And then uh, hollandaise sauce is just butter and egg yolk um, stirred up. You cook the egg yolk in the warm butter so it doesn't cook all the way and oh. it stays as a stuff. Well, that sounds good. Yeah, no, yeah. We've, we've been making all kinds of dinners. We, yesterday, we, like, we wrote it in a notebook for like every single thing that we've been cooking so like we're like you know in 10 years after this like quarantine you know sorry not in 10 years let's hope that this does not long last that long but we just said like in 10 years we're just gonna recreate all the dinners that we've made during this quarantine <laughs> if this quarantine goes more than a year i'm going full persian this bitch so jesus christ like Another topic we were talking about uh, with the the niggas by the bodega is like they start, we started joking because like um, I don't know if you heard but all courthouses like nationwide pretty much are closed. So um, 
unless like if you get booked either if it's a serious enough crime they're throwing you straight into lockup and you just have to stay there until the quarantine's over because they're not going to bring you in for uh trial and arraignment to say not guilty or guilty really if it's a small enough crime the cops are literally just letting you go because they don't want to deal with paperwork months over some petty like jaywalking ticket or bullshit like that damn dude yo now is the time to commit some larceny like (laughs) holy shit man a new tv so yeah like shit starts to go crazy and um i don't know if you've heard but like in brazil it got so bad that they released like fourteen thousand prisoners in like rio no way yeah they just let them go because like otherwise it's like a death sentence they kept them in there and they all got corona and died in fucking holding cells and prison um so like if you didn't have like a major violent crime they just let you go in uh brazil and so they're like, yo, if they do that here, it's about to be purge time, motherfucker. Oh my <laughs> Dude. gosh. Like, so yeah. what, do you, what do you think is the what do you think is the worst case scenario? Like, what is like the latest that you think, like that we'll get out of here? <laughs> Absolute latest would probably be July, August, but that's like that would be crazy. Okay, well that's that's comforting because I thought I thought July was gonna be like the soonest, like best case scenario. No, I think best case scenario is still May or June. Um, but I think yeah, like August, September is like the latest. Well, fuck! It throws a monkey wrench yeah. into a lot of things. Wait, um. Wait. So uh, also, yeah. also, um, another question that I had for you is, uh, what it was the exact origin? of this uh, whole pandemic. Was it in Wuhan, China, or is that uh, not confirmed? Uh, I think that we're we're getting as much confirmation as we can get is that, yeah, it's from that weird province in China slash, um, I think that like mountain area goes over the Chinese border to another spot too, but yeah, it's basically from there. And um, I think that uh, SARS came out of there too. So it's just like, yeah, that region just has, um, apparently it's something like, apparently all like wild felines and bats and like there's more than a few animals like just have Corona and like they all have it and they've had it forever, but it's just really rare for Corona to become, uh, to go from one of them to a human. And because China has these weird markets where like, hey, you want to eat some strange meat that no one else eats? Yeah, come down to this market. We'll kill it for you and butcher it and you can eat it. So because of that, like, people were eating fucking bats and other weird shit that you shouldn't eat. And uh, it went from uh, one of those animals into a person and caught. And so that's how we got it. Yeah, and I, like, I I believe that shit 100%. On social media, when they say, like, it's... Do you agree or disagree with the notion that it is racist to call this virus the Wuhan virus or the coronavirus or the, I mean, no one's calling it the China virus, but like they, they call it the coronavirus, they call it the Wuhan virus, Trump they call it, it COVID-19. The 
Trump called it the China virus because he's a fucking idiot. <laughs> no one calls it that, but it's stupid. It's stupid, but it's not inaccurate. If it did originate in China, I looked on Wikipedia, and Wikipedia seems to think it came from Wuhan, from the wet markets, from somebody eating a fucking bat. So yep. it's not like that off yeah. base, right? Let's call it. Let's call yeah. it what it is. I mean, it's, come on. Uh, it's kung flu. The Chinese love their kung flu, and they gave it to us again. <laughs> Yeah, there was a... What's the deal with all this pangolin talk? They say that it, it was either a bat or a pangolin. What's a pangolin? You hear about it? It's like a It's like an armadillo, kind of. Oh but like God. Chinese, I guess. Yeah, I, um, I think that in that part, we'll never know what animal actually did it. But yeah, that's, they're just naming animals that commonly have it. Like, um, even in the United States, like... If you see like a wild cat running around your neighborhood, it probably has a different form of COVID. Um, but most forms of COVID don't transfer to people, like I said. Hmm. Why? Why just, is it that Americans would not get that COVID that a wild cat in their alley would have? <laughs> yeah. Hmm. Uh, <laughs> well, I, I'm not gonna say it. I'm not gonna say it. I'm just saying like, hmm. Interesting. China. <laughs> China's on notice. You remember? Do you remember when swine flu was a thing? Yeah. Yep. It wasn't anything so like this, though, I'll tell you that. So, the, but the swine flu was because, you know, a pig came down with the flu, and when the flu jumps from a human to a pig, it changes a lot. Then when the flu went back from the pig to the person who ate that pig, that person got a form of the flu that was a lot worse than normal flu, and it was more, more contagious, and we all got swine flu. So that's what happened in China. There was all these animals that had COVID, and someone ate one of those animals, and you're not supposed to do that. Then they got a really extreme form of COVID that is now fucking everyone up. Do you think that's why in Leviticus in the Old Testament that the um, that they told you not to eat pork? Do you think that's where it came from? No, uh, actually, in a religious education class, learned that it was because um, when that was written. The Jews were living as like slaves in uh, not Babylon, but one of those like Mesopotamian uh, empires, yeah. and they weren't allowed to eat or they weren't allowed to like go to the meat market till after like everyone else had gone to the meat market and shit like that. And so, if they tried to get pork or shit like that, they got the shit no one else wanted, which tended to be filled with fucking worms and parasites and other shit. So it was like it was guaranteed like diarrhea and oh. like shitting your brains out. So the fucking leaders of the Jewish community were just like, no, stop it. No more fucking pork. No more shit meat like that. Eat your fish. Have a steak once in a while. But we're done with this <laughs> dirty makes, animal. It makes sense because like pigs do eat their own shit all the time. So it's kind of oh, weird yucky. that we eat them normally. Yeah. Well, also, like, the pigs we eat, we keep very clean in order to not have this shit happen. Because, <laughs> as you see, when you let animals run around by themselves, they carry diseases in Hong Kong flu and uh, SARS and avian flu and shit like that. Yeah. It's, it's also because, like, um, China is so overpopulated. Like, what is it? Two-thirds of the Earth's population is in China and India. Wow. So like, Probably, yeah. Yeah. So when shit happens, like, <laughs> it happens. <laughs> like, you, if one person in China gets sick, the next day, 
10% of China's sick. So they're all packed into these major cities. Everyone's on top of each other. And all it takes is one person going from the Wuhan region to like Beijing. And then all of a sudden, a billion people have this shit. So. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, I heard one person explain it like, like uh, China, they, they have major cities like we do. Like we have major cities like New York, L.A., Chicago, Houston, Boston, Philadelphia. But China has all of that all over the entire country. The entire country is just like cities like that, just all packed in together. Well, it's that, but also like their major cities are way bigger. Like, yeah. what is it? There's a million people in New York City itself or like 8 million people. Eight I mil, think if yeah. you look like New York is only the like 30th most populated city on the planet. And that's and, like, bonkers. That's bonkers to think about for people. Yeah, that's bonkers to think about, like, all the people present here that know what New York City is like and what living there is like. Yeah. That's the 30th most populated city. Like, my God. Like, <laughs> that's people some shit. People in Beijing, like, you call this, like, overpopulated? This is a big city to you? What's fucking wrong with you? I can still see sky. What are you talking about? <laughs> I'm typing in most populous cities in the world right now just to make sure we got the facts straight yeah new york doesn't even crack the list like so you type in most populous cities in the world tokyo delhi shanghai sao paulo mexico city cairo dhaka are the top ones on google yep oh my god yeah we're not even top 10 but it is the most diverse anyway you know oh it's the best it's the capital of the world hell yeah i rep new york no i'm not saying it's not the best i'm just saying China knows how to pack motherfuckers into cities. Oh, yeah, it does for and, sure. Uh, New York's number 38. Yeah. It's late 30s. 38. Number 38, motherfucker. Holy shit. I had no idea. Yeah. Do you know what number one is? Nine, the number one the number one most densely populated city in the world? Can Do you know what it is? Uh, the number one? Yeah. Is it... But, is like, it I, don't, I don't think this one's... I don't think this one's correct. I don't think that's correct. It says Tokyo, but I don't believe that. Oh, I believe that. Okay. Then this might be right. So we got Tokyo, Delhi, Shanghai, Sao Paulo, Mexico City, Dhaka, Cairo, Beijing, Mumbai, Osaka, Karachi. Don't even know what country that is. Probably India. Chongqing. Yep. I'm going to guess that's China. Got Istanbul, Buenos Aires, Kolkata, Lagos, Kin- Kinshasa, Manila, Tianjin, Rio de Janeiro, Guangzhou, Lahore, Moscow, Shenzhen, Bangalore, Paris, Bogota, Chennai, Jakarta, yeah, Lima, Bangkok. That you couldn't actually name because they were in Chinese, right? Yeah, a lot of them. You got Seoul. I know Seoul, South Korea. You got Nagoya. You got London, Chengdu, Tehran, and then you got New York. Interesting. Yep. That, that's fucking crazy. So, all right, you know what I'm going to say? I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this, this list is kind of bullshit because... There's got to be so un- so many undocumented people in the in New York. There's no way. Okay. There is hold no up, fucking up. way that there's more people in Paris than in New York. There's so many goddamn people. Yeah. Who do you think has more undocumented people, though? New York or Delhi in India? Well, yeah, Delhi for sure. Delhi for sure. I'm saying Paris. I think there's got to be more in New York than Paris. It's also where it's also wherever you draw that invisible line, so it's all kind of a moot point, you know? Like they say like 
Yeah, like how they say like Houston is like the third largest city in the U.S. It's like yeah, but it's all about wherever you draw this line, like you know. Yep. But yeah, that's the thing is like um, New York. I believe that they go off of the island itself of Manhattan, as opposed to like they don't include fucking New Rochelle is not its own city. New Rochelle is just the edge of New York City. Let's be real. Well, no, New Rochelle isn't one of the five, um, it's not one of the five boroughs, but I'm sure that New Rochelle probably has more people than Staten Island. Well, I'm not going to say I'm sure, yeah. but I would guess that New Rochelle has more than Staten Island. Of course. Um, but it's like also, I think what holds New York back is that unlike all those other cities that were named, New York in like the 20s or 30s or something, whenever uh, Ford and Chrysler had their tall building contest to see who had the biggest dick, Hell yeah. Um, uh. New York, like, eventually, I think one of the mayors was like, yo, 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 we can't get crazy with this. Let's have smart city planning. I don't want all the people living in the ghettos to be living in shadows all day. Like, this is kind of ridiculous. You can't just wreck the world's biggest. It's like New York's controlled their growth. Whereas if you're in, say, Cairo and you want to build a big building, all you have to do is, like, buy their fucking king a steak dinner. He's like, how big? 100 stories? Yeah, fuck it. Oh, it's on a gravesite? Fuck those people. They're dead. Do it. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for the steak dinner. Yo, the United States kicks ass. The <laughs> United States fucking rules, and I love living in the U.S. Like, I'm so happy. I am so happy that my ancestors just came on over because the English fucked them out of Ireland, and they're just like, yeah. It's better it's better to hop onto a wooden ship in like the mid eighteen hundreds, just like no GPS or nothing. Just like in the chance that you hit the new world and you make it. Thank God that they all did that, because like man. This country kicks hey, ass. You people are from Minnesota too, right? That means you guys went out there and decided to kill Indians rather than stay where you were. <laughs> yes. That's why, yeah, dude. So you'll, you'll notice, like, a cultural difference between the people on the East Coast. That's why you see that, the cultural difference between East Coast, Midwest, and West Coast. It's, like, people on the East Coast, is they're hustling, they're hustling. They're just, like, fucking, like, no-nonsense, to the point, like, let's go. I got fucking three other jobs just to make this thing work. Whatever it takes, we're going to fucking do it. My family, they're Midwest, so they, like, ventured out West, and they're like, yo... We've been traveling for fucking six months, and, like, that's that's good. I'll just figure it out here, live under a rock, milk some cows, sell that milk. We'll figure it out. And then you got yeah. West Coast assholes who just, like, just kept going. My bra, they're just, like, it's, like, one love. You're just going to, like, just keep on going until you reach Nirvana. And then when you get there, you you just catch that perfect wave, bro, and then it's all worth it. No, uh, here's a perfect example of this country. East Coast is people who came here first, like, I'm going to start a new life. And then another wave of people came, and they're like, no, no, this is our shit. Keep moving. Midwest is a bunch of people who got into a covered wagon and were like, yo, I'm told that I killed some Indians, I get some land? Cool. And then West Coast is more people who came through, and the, they came through to the Midwest, and Midwesterners are like, no, 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 I killed Indians for this land. You got to keep moving. I heard there's some gold out West. The West Coast is everyone who's Yeah, gold. bro. <laughs> Yeah, bro, like fucking gold. Oh my god, <laughs> that's West Coast people. That's that West Coast. That's that West Coast shit. 
Is there uh is there toilet paper still left in New Haven? So um my bodega stopped people from leaving with more than like two at a time. We were just like they saw the scam coming and we're just like, no, put that back. <laughs> you can grab a couple. I'll be open tomorrow, you can grab more if you need it, need it, like no scam. It's like how um, much are you shitting, my friend? Yeah. But like stocking shop and all those places, I've noticed that uh they started changing up how they stock because they anticipate people coming in early and buying up all their toilet paper. So, like, they only put, like, a small portion out in the morning, and then after, like, lunch, they put out the rest of the shit, like, all right, now you can go guys grab some toilet paper and shit. How, how is your personal toilet paper situation going on? I'm set. <laughs> Good man. Uh, I, um, I do that shit where, like, you kind of feel weird doing it, but you get, like, the enough for, like, two Mexican families on discount, you know, that, like, big thing of toilet paper? Damn, they eat a lot of tacos, too. <laughs> yeah. So I, I got, like, that huge one, and uh, that was before corona even struck us. I was like, yeah, toilet paper doesn't go bad, but you just put all this uh, in the closet, and it'll last um, probably all year, so I'll be set. I still have all that. Yeah, and, like, on social media, that was what I was telling my brother. It was like, on social media, people are like, how dare you? How dare you hoard all this toilet paper? You're a fucking moron if you hoard all this toilet paper. But it's like, no, you're going to use it anyway. And if you live far from the grocery store, it's like, yeah, why not buy as much as you can now? Like, why not? Lucky. Yeah, and so whenever they they put out these uh, public service announcements that are like, hey, guys, we're going to lock this shit down so tight that if we see two people walking on the sidewalk, we're going to ask you for your IDs. And if not, we're going to throw you in jail. But don't buy too many rolls of toilet paper. One's good enough. It's like mixed messages. <laughs> Here's the thing. Grocery stores are going to stay open. They're going to have limits to them. They're going to be bouncers at grocery stores. Like it's a club in New York City. Like you're going to see all the fine bitches getting in. And you'll be like, yo, I was waiting here for 30 minutes. What the fuck? And like, man, yeah, yeah, but I know them girls. Sorry, man. Oh, man. She, <laughs> so, she, uh, she sucks some know. dick for some yogurt. I'm sorry. <laughs> um yeah so the grocery stores are gonna stay open in some capacity so you don't gotta worry about running out of toilet paper and shit like that um as for them walking down the street just say you're homeless there's literally nothing they can do and if you talk a little bit i guarantee you they're gonna walk away you heard it here first listeners super balls podcast is telling you just say you're homeless you can get away with murder yep Hey, a fucking homeless dude walked out of the fucking hospital with corona and no one wanted to touch him, so. <laughs> They're like, hey, stop that guy. And the cop was like, what, me? I ain't touching him. You just told me he had corona. Fuck you. You touch him. Oh, my God. I. We're in the news. <laughs> Can dogs? Oh, dogs probably can catch it. I think you're right. Most mammals can. Um, but yeah, uh, for most animals, it's not as bad as when people get it. They gotta shake this shit off. Like, dogs eat their own poop. They'll be all right. Oh, yeah, you're right. <laughs> so is it is it like within your... Is it within your lifetime you can build up your own tolerance? 
Like, say if say if I ate my own poop from a young age, would I be like way less? Would I have a lower chance of catching coronavirus? I only ask because I was sent to Catholic schools growing up, and so I don't know anything about math or science. <laughs> so you can build up your own immune system. Eating your own poop is probably not the way to do it because you can like kill yourself that way. But yeah, um, the less hand sanitizer you use, the um, less. Uh, it's actually. I'm going to feel bad saying this because um, there are nasty people out there who are going to take this as like an endorsement of their disgusting lifestyle. But uh, yeah. it's actually kind of bad that we shower every day. Like um, apparently showering like once a week is probably all you should do. Like health wise, your immune system will be a lot stronger. Yeah, that's what so, I've heard. That's what I've heard from a few different people, and that goes with hair especially because if you shampoo yeah. your hair every day, the shampoo companies want you to do that because they also want to sell you the Selsun Blue, the like dandruff shampoo. For girls' hair, like it's like girls don't. Well, I at least, and I know for the fact that most girls do not wash their hair every day. Like, you should wash your hair for like once or twice a week. That's it. Yeah. That should go with all of your body because your body has, like, on top of your skin, there's, like, a bunch of bacteria that acts like a shield against other shit. Hell yeah. And the, the bacteria on your skin is, like, it has a cool understanding with your body where your skin's, like, you can live here because you don't fuck shit up, but if your buddies come around, you got to kick them the fuck out. And they're like, yeah, cool, we get it. And so they're, like, awesome neighbors. And when bad shit like corona or the plague or other bad bacteria comes for you, it acts as like a, a wall preventing it. Mm. Um, when you wash every day, you kill that good bacteria, which leaves room for bad bacteria to land and do horrible shit to you and for viruses to get on you and shit like that. Um, so showering every day is actually not the best. Also, Apparently, you won't smell if you uh, don't shower for a week. Like, you would think, like, oh, if you go back to the Middle Ages, everyone would smell like shit and this and that. Nah, like, your body has a way of handling that, that, unfortunately, everyday showers kind of kill that. Um, but that said, I'm still showering every day. Fuck it. <laughs> yeah. I like smelling like fucking uh, Old Spice, so... <laughs> Yeah, and like that's what uh, cause hippies will tell you that hippies will hippies will say the same exact shit that you're saying and that I believe because it's like, yeah, like Old Spice didn't mass produce fucking body wash for everybody. Like women didn't have like seventy five different bottles in their shower, which didn't exist like just a hundred years ago. So like, how did we survive up, up until this point? And it's like, yeah, it all makes sense. That's what the hippies say, but then the hippies smell like bo, heavily. So mm -hmm. is that is that because Procter and Gamble has trained our noses to not like BO? Exactly. Exactly. It's one of those things where they don't know they smell like BO. They smell it every day. So like your nose actually gets used to scent and stops smelling them. So like if everyone did that, then everyone wouldn't smell that smell. Now it's just hippies that smell that smell. And they smell you and to us, we all smell normal, but to a hippie, we smell like chemicals. <laughs> so is it better? Is it better for you, me, and Christina, for example? Is it better for us three, who are not involved in 
the uh, who are not involved in that industry, is it better for us as consumers and members of society to live in live in this with Procter and Gamble training us to wash ourselves every day, or is it better to live in say the Middle East or like a area in Africa where they don't wash every day but they just add more perfume? What do you what do you think is better for humans? So immune system wise not washing every day is better um personally i ain't fucking a bitch if she smell like shit <laughs> like that's just that's just how it goes <laughs> so it's like you want to you want to hang out at a bar and not have people standing 10 feet away from you looking at you like who's that nasty motherfucker take a shower motherfucker take a shower <laughs> um but yeah like my biology teacher for AP Bio in high school, she used to tell us all the time how hand sanitizer and Purell was going to be the death of humanity because what it does is it kills 99% of bacteria. That 1% it doesn't kill is the super stuff that fucks you up. Yeah, that's what I heard. Yeah, if you put it on your hands and you kill all the good bacteria on your skin, well, now you've just opened up all that skin area as a place for the 1% of bad shit to grow now and prosper and fuck shit up. So, yeah, like all you're really doing is you're giving the bad shit more resources and killing off the good shit. And so I'm a, I'm a person who uses hand sanitizer to clean off my uh, smartphone. Is that is that an approved practice? Because I've also heard that you can use soap and water to clean off your smartphone. What do you prefer? Well, if your smartphone is like my smartphone, then yeah, you can use whatever the fuck you want. I take my phone into the shower with me, so uh, if my phone screen is looking greasy or something, I'll just wash it off while I'm in the shower. I have a uh, Samsung A Samsung Galaxy A20. And so I'm wiping it down with the hand sanitizer. But as I'm doing it, I feel like an idiot because I already know the hand sanitizer is not proven to work. So am I supposed to use soap and water like I've seen on the BBC News site where they tell you you should use soap and water? So it's not really about what you use. It's about the scrubbing. Um, it's really the friction that's getting the shit off there, not the uh, what's being used. Um Soap and water actually probably does work better than hand sanitizer because it's both hydrophobic and hydrophilic, whereas hand sanitizer, I think, is just hydrophobic. Holy fuck. Sorry, I used too many big words? No, 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 no. You're using the exact amount of words that I need. I'm just fucking smashed. I'm just talking like... I'm just talking like a guy who had way too many beers on a uh, recorded podcast. Was there anything else that you wanted to bring up in particular? on this cast what else you got i know we were talking a lot about um our underground sports league yes dude i miss it oh my god i miss sports so much so here i got a question for you what's an activity that someone can do to keep their cardio up in quarantine well i'm glad you asked that i'm gonna hand this off to my uh cardio uh consultant christina because she got me working on some cardio today <laughs> Um, okay, so, I don't know, I mean, I feel like, like, you know, stretching is really important, especially if you're working from home, like, you know, 
either you are in your desk, your table, or your bed. Like, you're just in the same position. And, like, if you're not at work, like, you can't really just walk around, you know, stand up or walk in the hallway or whatever. So, like, just, like, stretching, I think, like, that's key. Because then, like, all your, your muscles, like, don't move around. And, I mean, today we just did, like, yoga poses today. <laughs> that was fun. So, just... So your advice is to go with yoga poses over getting a quarantine baby? Um, I mean, yeah, that's all, that's all for cardio, so. <laughs> There's going to be a lot of quarantine babies. Oh, yeah, imagine yeah. that. Oh, my God. Not from us, but there's no. going to be a lot of quarantine babies coming out. Uh, someone was making a joke um, from my office that, like, because of this quarantine, there's going to be a lot more divorces. The relationships that do make it through quarantine are all going to end in marriage immediately. Cause it's like, yo, we did that. We got this. And there's going to be a huge, the new baby boomer is going to be quarantine oh, yeah. boomers. Like, <laughs> now I see. And like, you know, obesity rates are going to go up, you know, obesity, obesity yeah. rates. Sorry. You know, no, you're, think, good, you're good. Just so, just so people know, like, just that's all. <laughs> Uh, obesity rates are gonna go up, you know. I think like you know how they have we have like millennials like there should be another like name for this yeah. new group of people. Coronials. Yeah, no. Thirteen years from now, they're gonna be quarantined. Like <laughs> they're gonna be the teenagers out of the shit. Yeah. Yeah, we've been doing we've been doing the yoga. I've been doing some push-ups. Not as many as I want. I should be doing way more. Honestly, I should be doing a lot more prison-style workouts, but I haven't. Do that just Ray like Lewis just like deck, how bro. What? Do the Ray Lewis deck. Yeah. No, I dude, I forgot about the Ray Lewis deck. Can what you please that? explain it? Yeah, explain that to Christina cuz she doesn't know. So, um, it was something I learned from my track coach uh, in high school. And he apparently learned it from Ray Lewis when they were doing community service work to help clean up Katrina. Uh -huh. And like, you know, he meets Ray Lewis, a huge football player, and goes, "Yo, what's your morning workout? How do you stay so fit and like big and strong and fast?" He goes, "Every morning I wake up, I take a pack of cards, and for every red card, I do however many crunches are on that card face, and for every black card, I do that many push-ups for whatever's on that oh, uh, card." He runs through the entire deck. So, two hearts, two crunches, ace of spades, 13 push-ups, uh, king of uh, diamonds, 12 crunches, and he just keeps it going until the entire deck's done. And it works out to be like 208 push-ups and 208 crunches or something like that if you go through the entire deck. And it's like, it's tough. <laughs> it's a lot. You and I, um, You and I used to do that. Dave and, I, Dave and I used to do this, like, trading off, where it's like, you know, I take a card, Dave takes a card, I take a card, Dave takes a card. It's not fucking easy, but we fucking did it, and, uh, yeah, it's it's a good workout. We while drinking and smoking in my basement. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So, like, imagine doing that shit by yourself. So, it's like doubling that, taking out the drinking and smoking, and the taking your time. And it's like, that's why Ray Lewis is a fucking beast. Yeah. And he was just doing that, like, during the off-season before workouts and stuff. That was just, he woke up and did that to get before some cardio. Before workouts. Oh, my God. Like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> Just his warm-up. <laughs> like, like, fuck out of here. 
He's like, good, I did that. Now I can go have breakfast and some coffee. My God. I uh I I brought uh I brought Christina to the park before the coronavirus hit. I brought her to the ball mm-hmm. field to teach her how to throw and catch a softball and how to throw and hit a oh, softball because yeah. she never she ever did that before. She's from Ecuador, so they don't fuck with that. And uh, it was so much fun, but like the you whole. You mean there are no Ecuadorian lefties throwing ninety mile an hour junk balls in the pros? Are you kidding me? No, not from Ecuador. Look it up, dude. Look it up, because I I trust Ooh. me, I have. <laughs> trust me i have there are zero there's just football like soccer that's all that's it ecuador like, ecuador's not fucking with that venezuela can fuck a little bit and then it's like dominican the dominican republic has a monopoly on baseball basically puerto rico's got a couple mexico fucking sucks they like baseball but they suck at it and then uh ecuador's got zero yeah no. Shit. yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah we, i yeah, I brought her to the park. I showed her how to throw and to hit, and she did very well. She actually connected on a few balls, which is it did. Yeah. very good for a woman raised in the culture Last with no baseball went, at all. Uh, Tony did that. Huh? I was asking Jeff if you remember the last time me, him, and Tony went to the park to hit balls. What happened? Oh, of course I remember that because that's what I told her when she was like, I'll throw you a ball and you hit it. I said, no. <laughs> the, the, reason, <laughs> the reason why I'm not going to do that with you is because – Last time I did this with Tony and Big Mac is, is uh, the very first pitch I just fucking almost broke Tony's jaw. <laughs> like it, it just went. It was a comebacker at a. It was it was a fast comebacker with the metal bat. Can't have it. And so. he called. He called. It was gonna happen. Yeah. The part that makes it worse that makes me feel so bad about it is that. Tony is also the guy where I accidentally closed his door into a car door. Do you remember that? Yeah. I slammed a car door on his finger and didn't know what was going on. He was like, open the door, open the door. And I was like, huh? I was like, oh, shit. And so I did both those things to him, and I feel so bad about it. Like, man, he had the laces. He had the fucking laces of the ball on his arm on that comebacker. Like, thank God he got that arm in his way, but, man. Oh, damn. Yeah, a couple of uh, the kids in my office have been trying to get me to join, like, flag football leagues and uh, basketball leagues and shit. Do it. Well, not basketball. Fuck fuck basketball. Do the flag football. I can't, man. I'm too old and washed. (laughs) It's funny because the kid who's trying to get me to play in all these leagues, uh, about, like, a couple months into him being like, oh, you got to come down to court me and play sometime. He comes into the office with a boot on his, uh, like one of those um, brace boot things, like Big Ben would wear on his uh, fucking right leg. And I'm like, yo, what happened? He's like, nah, I just tweaked it play and fucking basketball. Yeah. And he's trying to play, and I tell you, I'm too old, I'll hurt myself. Uh, what happened? You got hurt? Fucking punk, you old and washed too now. So, like, that's the joke I always give him. Cause like even though he's 22 or something, I'm like, yo, you old and washed, kid. You old and washed. It's it's facts because in my office, that's exactly how it is with the flag football team. Like the biggest, yo, the biggest dude on the flag football team, he's a fucking tower. This guy is like, this guy is like could be in the NFL combine with his measurables. You know, six eight, like built like LeBron, and like he shows up wearing a boot and he was playing fucking flag football for charity for the office and it's like yeah maybe there's something to that you know like yeah Yo, you know who doesn't get hurt people in the beer league like uh you remember john quick 
Hell yeah, I remember John Quick. Like me, I didn't get injured in my beer league. Fuck yep, that. He does beer league soccer and beer league softball and never been hurt. Yeah. That's what the key is. It's just like, don't try. Just don't try. <laughs> don't try. Keep eating good food. Drink beer. You'll be all set is the uh, lesson that Super Bowl's podcast wants to give to all you listeners. Alcohol keeps you loose. It does. It really does. The um, I don't think we I don't think we talked about that on the cast where the uh, alcohol keeps you loose theory, where you said like drunk drivers usually survive and the people they hit don't. It's because the alcoholics yeah. are loose. Yeah, uh, it's when you try to fight the crash that uh, a lot of times you get like the worst injuries, trying to like brick yourself. Whereas if you just roll with the shit, you tend to be good. So, uh, yeah, um, people who get into accidents who are drunk driving, it's usually the shit they hit that ends up uh, worse off than they do. Yeah. It's facts. You didn't hear it from me. Um, you, heard it, you heard it from a uh, medical professional. The Super, the Super uh, Bowl's podcast official the, medical consultant <laughs> from New York City. I don't know how none of us got hurt from back in our drinking days because goddamn. Yeah. Allegedly, some risks were taken. <laughs> a lot of risks were taken. Do you predict? Do you predict that there will be? Um, do you predict that the number of drunk driving incidents is going to grad is going to drastically decrease within the next fifty years? Well, I can tell you it's going to go down right now, Rona. <laughs> yeah, it'll go down hard right now. But with uh, what I'm asking is with with the uh, increase in illegal marijuana use in the United States, do you think drunk driving incidents are going to decrease drastically? So, since it's driving under the influence, not drunk driving, uh, I, charges will be the same. It's just instead of alcohol, more people will be on opioids and, um, what's it called, uh, marijuana. And do you, th- that's, do, you, think, uh, do you think mortalities are going to drop? Fatalities. Fatalities are going to drop because of self-driving cars, but not because people are not getting fucked up behind the wheel. Interesting. Do you think there are going to be self-driving Ubers and Lyfts within the next 50 years? Oh, 100%. I think within our lifetime, multiple cars will come out where you have the option of self-driving or driving manual. And if you never drive manual, you'll save a shit ton on car insurance and all that. Like, that's the way of it. Um, yeah, I think manual cars. Be- I think manual cars are going to be gone within fifty years for sure. Yeah. Um, one of the podcasts, the other podcast I listened to, um, one of the guys has a Tesla, and they were talking about how they drove from somewhere in Connecticut to uh, to Boston. And they just put the Tesla in, like, auto drive on the highway. And they straight up, like, fell asleep for half an hour while it was driving. And Shut woke up. up and was like, oh, that's it. No way. Like, yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Really? So it's it's at that point now where if you have a car like that, you can literally fall asleep on the highway and it'll take you where you're going? Yep. Um, there's a, a thing in it. So it's supposed to, you're supposed to keep your hand on the wheel in order for it to do it. But there's a easy way around it, allegedly. If you just put a clip on the on the wheel, I can't tell the difference between your hand or just like a, a regular clip. So the clip will apply pressure for you, and you can just sleep. And 
It got you. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Yeah. Um, Google has one that's, like, even better than that. It can drive itself, park itself, do everything. Uh, it can account for, um, what's it called? Uh, people running out in traffic and, like, automatically brake and do all that shit. So the car's already there. It's just uh, insurance companies. Um, it's lawmakers. It's all this other shit that's trying to figure it out. Yeah, and it's like mostly ethical questions that are the holdup right now. Like, um, as of right now, cars, I believe, like the Google car and stuff like that, they're just programmed to keep the driver safe. But the ethical questions are being brought up. Like, say you're speeding, uh, or your car is like going up a cliff or something like that, and a situation comes in front of it where it can either stay on its path, in which case it will mow down 20 school kids who are like, uh, standing in the middle of the road or at the speed you're going it can like slam the brakes but veer left and it will avoid all the school kids but it'll probably send you off the edge of the cliff and you'll die what should the car do and now you're telling programmers that they have to program in ethical questions like that like do we protect the driver or the 20 possible kids like yeah yeah, yeah and um as as someone who comes from the like the transportation industry, like uh, as as someone who I held a Class B CDL, I drove I drove city buses on like a heavily populated co- in, like college campus. Like I always was of the opinion that that self driving cars would not be safe enough, but now like now I'm kind of of the opinion that like it would probably be safer. Like when you think about yeah, it, yeah, like. Google and I think Elon Musk showed the data like you can reduce casualties by like more than 80% if like all cars are self-driving as of right now like there'd be 80% less fatalities the problem is is that then all the fatalities that would happen instead of blaming a drunk driver or something like that you can now just blame a fucking programmer and also go after a company so yeah and that's be the next Elon Musk to figure out what the next thing is that will save us. Because um, hopefully we'll kind of change our perspective on the economy and we'll do that uh, universal livable wage thing where everyone gets a flat rate of like $1,000 and we can do it because <clears throat> machines are doing everything. Like We'll have machines farming for us, cooking for us, doing everything that we need to just stay alive. So you can give people $1,000 to spend on things so they can stay alive and that. And then hopefully people will still be, because um, guys will still want to be the biggest dick, will still want to be the highest monkey on the tree branch, still want to be the best. That that will empower them to, now they have all this free time, put the work into figuring out space travel or put the work into whatever the highest branch is, figuring that shit out. That's true. Do you think that it'll ever make sense to colonize the moon? Or was that just a far-fetched idea from the start? Uh, we never wanted to colonize the moon. We wanted to weaponize it. I mean, what I I mean to say is, like, the concept of moving on from the Earth because the Earth itself was too overpopulated or too overpolluted. Do you foresee humans, like, traveling to either the moon or to Mars because of those reasons? Yeah, um, 
the show I keep telling you you have to get into. So, yo, you're in quarantine and you need to binge a show? The Expanse. My bro, check out the uh, sci-fi show The Expanse. I think it's on Hulu now or something, but... We got uh, it. Hell yeah. Get that. Watch that. It is the best. Um, but it's about basically that. It's like, look, unless we're going to, um, you know, unless Corona kills off a bunch of people... We have overpopulated this planet, so we need to figure something out to do with that. Um, Mars is a good option, but there are problems with Mars. Like, it doesn't have to stay in gravity as Earth. So the first couple generations that go from here to Mars, on Mars, they'll be like Superman-ish. Not quite Superman, but like, you can add three, four inches to your vertical leap. Um, you're going to feel like you're stronger and faster and better. You're going to live longer because your body's built to live on Earth. And Mars doesn't have the same gravity and the same like negative environmental effects. That said, that second, third, fourth generation and onward that live on Mars, they're going to adapt to the new Mars climate and they're not going to be able to come back to Earth. Like if you grow up on a planet where it only has two thirds of Earth's or like three quarters of Earth's gravity, you try to then come back to Earth, the gravity will literally crush your heart. Yeah, it's like you won't even. But if, like, if you're born on Mars, you're not trying to come back to Earth anyway, right? Like, the cost of travel from Mars to Earth is going to be ridiculous, no matter, like, how late in the future it is, no matter how advanced the technology is, that's going to be ridiculous, right? Like, so if you're, if you're born on Mars, you're staying there. Uh, originally, coming to the New World, like, you, it was your entire family fortune. You saved up for a lifetime, so that way your kids could come to the Americas yeah. on a ship that would take two months. But now yeah, you can but, hop on a flight two hours. Yeah, but the difference between yeah the difference between Portugal and Florida is a lot different between Earth and Mars, though. Uh, now yes, but in the future probably not. We'll see. We shall see. Um, yeah, uh, one of the things that the expanse goes into, which I think is going to be a thing for us, is um. So in that show, there's Earth. There's Mars, but then there's also the belt, and the people who live there that they call belters are like third-class citizens, and I think that's going to be a thing for us, too, is that we're going to have all these space stations way out on the fringes in the asteroid belt, where I think the new job that everyone's going to have is going to be basically like a coal miner in West Virginia. Is yeah, gonna be truck stops. In, truck in stops Nickel. in the middle of fucking Missouri, yeah. Yeah. You're going to be mining nickel in fucking uh, an asteroid on the edge of the fucking uh, solar system. And, like, <laughs> it's going to suck. But that's how people are going to make money. And we're going to have people living on fucking the moons of Saturn or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> Could be. All I know is that there's a lot of this country that is uninhabited. Like, all you have to do is go, like, 25 minutes northwest of New Haven to go to that bar Schlante. I don't know if you ever went there, but like I did open mm-hmm. mics there and it's like it's 20 it's literally a 20 minute drive northwest of um of our place in Fountain and it's like it's fucking like there's nobody out there. So like I feel yeah. like I feel like that like the rest of this country is going to get china in, like packed in like way fucking densely like China and India before that happens. And so that'll probably be within the next 50 years. There's a problem with that because 
we still need giant fields in order to grow food for ourselves. So we can't just populate everything, you know? It's true. You still have to have giant empty spaces to feed all those people. And the more people live in New York, the more fields you need filled with food in order to feed them. That's, that's, that's true. That's a thinker. And we have just hit the two-hour mark. So I'm not going to keep you too much longer, mostly because I have to piss like a racehorse. Uh, Dave, the official Super Bowls podcast medical consultant, based out of mm-hmm. New York City, do you have any last thoughts for the cast before before we end this one? Last thoughts for the cast. Um, if you're fucking your girl during the quarantine, make sure she's facing a wall and coughing away from you. Um, Done. And- Name your quarantine baby Dave after me. Have a good one, uh, Super Bowl. <laughs> I will. Ba, 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 ba. Thank you so much for playing <laughs> along. You're the fucking man. You're my brother from another mother. Dave Mack, thank you for signing on. You're. Hell yeah.